Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fitchix Chat. Now, before we get started with today's episode, we want to let you know some exciting news. Our fitness and nutrition expert certification program is now open for enrollment. Yeah, so we are super excited. Our enrollment begins right now, and the classes start as of March 30th. So if you've been thinking about getting certified as a group fitness instructor, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and wellness coach, as well as build an incredible business of your dreams, this is the program for you. Make sure you check it out at fitchicksacademy.com. Now on to today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn, and today I am riding solo on our podcast. And I'm sharing something kind of personal because I'm going to be talking specifically about the fitness myths or the fitness things that I believed before actually getting certified as a fitness coach. So prior to getting certified, I was somebody who was working out constantly, um, not really sure of what I was doing, especially at a young age when I first started working out, which was at the age of 15. I started going, I started doing at-home workouts and DVDs and I started going to the gym and just trying to like fumble around and figure it all out, doing all the fad diets and doing all of those things. And what happened was I kind of started doing some research on my own, you know, Googling stuff and looking at things and looking at what other people were doing. And I came to the conclusion that these myths that I'm going to present to you today were actual facts. So these were the top three things that when I look back today, now as one of the co-founders of Fit Chicks Academy, having multiple certifications and education behind me, looking back to my journey when I first started out, these were things that I believed. And I feel like I need to kind of like bust these open because these are things that not only did I believe, I know Laura believed these too. I know so many people that probably believed it or maybe still believe that because of all of the misinformation we're given in the media, in the industry, right? So getting into it, the first fitness myth that I believed before getting certified, before getting education enough to know that this was not true, was that cardio was queen, quote unquote, for weight loss or for getting in shape. I truly believed that I had to do cardio every single day for 60 minutes a day. I had to jump on my elliptical and go through cardio. And I had to be huffing and puffing the whole time and working at this crazy intensity. And when I would finish, I would feel exhausted. I would be sweaty. And if I didn't sweat, then I felt like it wasn't a workout on top of that. But I believe truly that cardio was the only answer to me reaching my goals. And The thing is, is that, you know, we are fed all of this information, right? Through society, through social media, through media, that these things are important in order to lose weight or in order to gain, you know, to reach your goals or to get in shape, et cetera, whatever your goal is. Now, I'm not saying that cardio doesn't have its place. Don't get me wrong. I actually think cardiovascular exercises are extremely important. And there is a reason for that. I mean, personally, for me, it really comes down to the fact that in my mom's side of the family, there's actually countless people, like almost every single one of her siblings has had heart disease issues, um, including my mom. And so for me, cardiovascular exercises are really important. Looking at my cardio and thinking of how important that is to me is really for my heart health, right? I have a young daughter. I want to be around for a long time and be able to support her and you know, be there for her and be as healthy as I possibly can. And so I really try to take heart health into consideration with everything I do. 
Um, it's also amazing for brain function, right? Overall blood flow in your body. So you're getting more blood flow throughout your body. You're getting more blood to your brain, more oxygen to your brain. Cardiovascular exercises have its place, but if you're thinking about using it as your tool or as your only tool for weight loss or fat loss or shaping or toning your body, I'm here to tell you today as a certified fitness coach, that is not the route to take. The reason being is that cardiovascular exercises are not necessarily the thing that is going to shape your body strength training, um, weight training, whether it's heavy lifting or, you know, even Pilates, things like where you're using your body weight exercises, that is what's going to give you the shape and the tone, like not toning, but like shaping your body, shaping your muscles, right? We'll talk about tone in a minute. That's another one of my myths, but when you are working out and using resistance training, that's how you start developing muscle and definition in your body, right? And so you need to be able to combine both. And so I'm not saying one or the other, but what I am saying is that it's really important to understand how they both go hand in hand. Now, the other thing that I really didn't understand before getting certified was that there were different types of cardio. As I mentioned in the beginning, I used to do cardio at a very high intensity for 60 minutes a day, seven days a week. And I would work out at this intensity and it would, I would try to maintain it the whole time. Now, understanding what I know now, I know that there are different types of cardio, right? So there is HIT, so it's high intensity interval training. There is LIST, which is low intensity, steady state cardio. I was kind of a mix between the two because I would still work at a high capacity, but I was working for long periods of time and maintaining that same capacity. So it was like I was doing a high intensity, steady state, which was really challenging. I mean, I was much younger at the time, so I could withstand it, I guess, a little bit longer, but I really just pushed my body to its limits. And which is never a good thing too, because of like increase in cortisol, increase in stress hormones, you know, making my body feel just completely exhausted all the time. But understanding the differences now, it's also a really good tool to understand, okay, if I'm going to add cardiovascular exercises to my weekly routine, to my workout regime, what is that going to look like for me? Is it going to be HIIT training where it's going to be shorter bursts of cardio um, and shorter intensity, almost like peaks and valleys, right? So you're going to go as intense as you can and then have recovery periods, which has been proven, HIIT has been proven that in half the duration of time, if you're using it at your highest intensity during your peaks, you can actually burn more calories. So a calorie deficit, uh, deficit is your goal. You can actually burn more calories using HIIT training versus LIST training. So LIST is that low intensity steady state. So in a shorter period of time, you can actually burn two, three times more calories because you have an afterburn effect happening with HIIT. And we talk about HIIT a lot on our um, podcast. So if you want to go back, you can also search for HIIT. We can talk all about that. Um, but then there's the LIST part, right? So LIST is the low intensity steady state. So that's more like if you're going to jump on the elliptical or on the treadmill or go for a walk or go for a jog, it's at the same intensity. So you're working at about like, um, you know, anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes, usually about 60 minutes of low intensity, steady state. So you're maintaining the same state and you're at about a 60 or 70% margin of intensity for yourself. So it's something you can maintain for a longer period of time. Now, again, they all have their place. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but what I am saying is that if you believe the myth that I believed, which was that cardio was my only answer to reaching my goals, my physical goals that I had when I, when I first started out on my journey, it is just not true. 
And so, especially if you're looking to gain muscle or if you're looking to get definition in your muscle tone, that is when you need to start looking at adding strength training. And I mean, of course, there's so many other benefits and we're going to talk about benefits of strength training next week on our podcast. So make sure you check that out as well. Um, but it's definitely not as, um, I guess as important as we think it is when it comes to if weight loss, weight management, or um, reshaping your body is your goal. Cardio is not the answer that you need or not the only answer. Now, the second fitness myth that I believe before getting certified this, I truly believe this, and this kind of all ties in together, which was that I needed to work out seven days a week. I 1 million percent believed that I had to work out every single day at a super intense level. There was actually a point in my life too, where I worked out twice a day. Now that was, um, in a place when I was really, you know, um, having some obsessive compulsive behaviors when it came to my eating habits, when it came to my working out habits, um, that was at about the age of like 24 and I was working out twice a day, et cetera, et cetera. But I was like working at, at such an intensity. And I truly believe that if I didn't work out for that intensity and for seven days a week, that I wouldn't reach my goals. And if I had a week where I skipped a day, I would feel like that week was wasted. Knowing what I know now, I know that rest days are just as important. I understand how important rest days are for your body. Now, that being said, I personally feel like I am somebody who moves my body every single day. I'm somebody who is active and that doesn't necessarily mean though, and this is the difference, right? It's changing it from working out in a traditional setting or in the way that I normally work out at this high intensity, not having to work out at that intensity, but having to move my body every day is important to me because I'm someone who considers themselves active. And so, and also because movement for me is such a moving meditation, right? So moving my body allows for those good, feel good endorphins to come on. It makes me feel really great, but it also allows for me to be really focused. It's a moving meditation. So my mind is focused on the movement and it's not focused on anything else, allowing for me to really just like get in tune with my mind body connection. So that being said, when I think about workouts now, I don't think about it as seven days a week. I have to work out at this intensity. And if I don't, then I'm not going to reach my goals. What I think about now is four or five days a week. I need to be hitting the goals that I have in terms of my workout program, in terms of my regime. But the other days that I'm not working out, I can do other things, right? I can do some gentle yoga. I can go for walks. I try to walk every day, but I can go for longer walks those days. I can go for a hike. I can go for a skate with my daughter. I can go, um, you know, there are so many different options. I could just do some light band resistance workout or something, but something where I'm still moving my body, still being active um, from a mental standpoint, it's really helpful for my mental health. And then also, it is just taking away that urgency though, and taking away that like all or nothing mentality that I used to have and replacing it with gentle movements and being kinder and more grace with my body. So if you're someone who believes that myth as well, just think about, you know, how can you reframe your workout programs? And if working out and moving your body every day is important to you, how can you maybe reframe it so that you can still have the workouts that you want to have in terms of your programming for a few days a week, but then the other days, if movement is important to you every single day, what can that look like for you? And how can you maybe give yourself what we call active rest, right? Active rest being that you're still actively resting your body. So you're moving your body still, but you're still resting and recovering. So that's such a key important thing to think about. And then of course, the final thing that I believed when it came to fitness myths 
before I got certified was that I could just tone my muscles. <laughs> and what I mean by that is I had this belief that I could like work out seven days a week for 60 minutes a day. And eventually I would just tone muscles. Now, the thing that the myth about this is, is that your body already has tone muscles. If you didn't have any muscle, you wouldn't be able to stand up. You wouldn't be able to move your body, right? So we all have muscle. The difference is, is that our muscle is not always visible because of a layer of fat covering them. And when you understand that you understand, okay, I can reshape my body using strength training. I can um, lower fat using different types of cardio techniques, such as HIIT or list training. I can take some active rest days. I can still move my body at an intensity because I'm taking those active rest days. But then when it comes to toning or defining my muscles, I can think about, okay, what are the other elements that impact this? And the other element, and this is like the game changer, right? Is the nutrition. The nutrition component, I didn't realize how important it was. When I was younger, I did all the fad diets. I just like would jump from fad diet to fad diet, testing everything else, just trying to find that solution, but not really recognizing the correlation between how your diet was affecting your body so significantly when it came to, to um, to seeing that muscle definition or that tone that was underneath that layer. And for me, when I realized that, and I realized, okay, it could no longer be a fad diet. It had to be a lifestyle. It had to be something that I wasn't just looking for the next quick solution, but instead I was looking for a long-term solution. And when I started thinking about it from that perspective, it was really about just figuring out what are the things that are my non-negotiables that I do not want to ever give up in my life that I want to keep in my diet. What are the things that I feel like I can find really cool replacements and I feel really good about what are the meals? And we talk about this in our certification in our fitness and nutrition expert certification. We talk a lot about, you know, the core four meals, like what are my meals that I could eat on a regular basis that I can meal prep in advance that can set me up for success so that I can then move towards my physical goals that much faster right? And so all of these things play such a huge part, which is also why even when we created our fitness and nutrition expert certification, we include the nutrition component because we understand now, now being certified, now being able to certify other women, we understand the importance of not just the fitness side, but the nutrition component and how that affects people so greatly. And without that education, without the knowledge of being able to combine the two, you really put your clients in a position where I was back in the day when I didn't realize how important the nutrition piece really was. And so having all of it put together in one program allows for our graduates to be able to offer all services, right? Which is so key to be able to help your clients actually reach their goals. So um, those were my fitness myths that I wanted to share with you all today, which was, again, my three fitness myths, I believe before getting certified as a fitness coach was that cardio was queen, that I had to work out seven days a week, and that I could just tone my muscles without changing my diet. And that I didn't even realize I had tone muscles underneath that layer of fat that just needed to be kind of shattered. So those were my big things. I would love to hear from you and hear what it is that maybe you believe um, now, or that if any of these kind of resonated with you, if you had this aha moment, or maybe if there's one that maybe you believe, or that you're trying to debunk yourself. So make sure you email us info at fitchicks.ca. Um, we'd love to hear from you. And again, as I mentioned, our um, fitness and nutrition expert certification, we do cover all of this and we actually have our fitness and nutrition expert program open for enrollment right now. So we are open for enrollment. Our next um, program begins on March 30th. 
And so we have it coming up really soon. Right now we are open for enrollment with our early bird registration, which also includes an exclusive instructor swag bag. So if you are excited, if you are really just wanting more knowledge, whether it be for yourself or to be able to coach other people in fitness, nutrition, and wellness, make sure you check it out, fitchicksacademy.com. You can learn more about our certification that is starting on March 30th. And of course, thank you all so much for listening. We look forward to chatting with you again next week, where we're going to be talking specifically about strength training and the benefits of strength training and the different benefits of strength training specifically. So we will see you next week on Fitchix Chat. Have yourself an amazing week. Bye, everyone. up today's episode of FitChicks Chat. Thank you so much for listening. Now, as a reminder, we are now open for enrollment for our fitness and nutrition expert program that is starting on March 30th. So if you've been considering getting certified in group fitness, personal training, nutrition, and wellness coaching, as well as building an incredible business of your dreams, make sure that you check out fitchicksacademy.com for more details. We would look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.